podcast. A podcast about artists of Houston and beyond. Stick around. It's going to be great. Oh, my God. This is fantastic, Romeo. Oh, it is. I'm entering Romeo's brand new studio that he shares with... Shangy. How do you spell that? S-H-A-N-G-Y-I. She's got some very uh, beautiful sculptures in here, but we came to talk about you today. Okay. So super excited. So let's let's sit down and, and talk. Okay. Welcome to Artists of Houston podcast. I have been on a little hiatus, but I'm back. I'm masked like Zorro. I'm here with uh, Romeo Robinson, also masked like Zorro. We're like bandits in the night, right? I want to thank you so much for letting me actually come into your space. I changed the podcast platform earlier in the year to where I was able to visit with the artist. And I love it so much because I get to actually look and feel at the work. This is amazing. So thank you so much. Thank you for coming. I'm going to start with uh, the question that I ask everyone, the first question, and that's about whether or not you went to art school. Well, I didn't start off in art school. I, went, I started doing art at, the, uh, at San Jacinto College North, and then I went from there to the Glassell School of Art. You actually finished the block program at Glassell, right? Right, right, right. I did a two-year block program as well. The people that I see go through block, which is a prestigious school in my opinion and everyone who finishes and goes through their growth is just crazy so I'm sure you feel that was a benefit to you in that way it's a fantastic program and you're right everybody I've ever known has been part of the block has taken an upward uh, been on an upward movement yeah. um, I recommend that program for anybody okay you don't have to be a, a present um, student at Glassell to apply for the program oh so, that's good to know right okay. right and do you have to have a prior bachelor's or no, associate's degree? No, they're going to go strictly on your work okay. and where they see your trajectory going. Okay. And the mentorship is there, which I imagine is the mo- oh, one of the most sure. important Yeah, parts. you get the mentoring from uh, not only faculty, but they bring in uh, famous artists, artists that are already there. They bring in gallery owners. They bring in curators. So you get a full circumference of what you need to know and and you get a good feel for what the business will be like. You generally get an idea of how people outside of maybe a a school setting accept your work. Oh yeah. Because you get the gallery owners and you get and they do give you ideas of what you can do, what they think about your work. It's, it's a really good experience. It's a bro- mind-broadening experience along with the physicality of the work itself. I know Romeo. Actually, I met you in drawing class. Right, right. Well, it's not, it wasn't class. It was the lab that yeah. takes place at the Art League of Houston every right. Thursday and Saturday, and I don't know when they're going to resume. And also, the uh, what was the organization that used to meet at the pizza shop? Oh, yeah, the Representational, representational Arts or yeah. something, yeah. Right. But we never even ever talked about art. No, we did. <laughs> but you are representational art, and representational art is closest to my heart, I should right. say, right. as a portrait and figure painter myself. Right. So I love your figures. We're going to get into this in a second. But yes, we would meet. We never talked about art, but we ate a lot of pizza. We drank a lot of wine. Yes, we did. (laughs) (laughs) So right up my alley. But um, in the art at the art league, we were meeting there to do sketching from life, right. and that is such an important part of learning. Um, if anyone is listening to this and does want to learn how to draw, get your you know you got someone in the house you can paint you can draw right yeah. 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 
So we met there, but then we were at the Sawyer Yards together, but we, you were no longer there. You yeah. have moved to the Bermac building. Right. You want to tell me a little bit about why uh, that transition happened or the importance of oh, it sure, or what it means sure. for you? Uh, I would have loved to have stayed over there, but I was uh, actually subleasing from Myrta. Oh, yes. When she came back, she was overseas at the time. Well, I had to move out at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was going to see about taking over the studio because she decided to give it up. But she made a uh, switch with Barbara for a smaller studio, which she thought she might use. But then she decided to relocate on the East Coast. She's here now, but because of the uh, pandemic, but she's going to, she built a home on the East Coast and that's where she'll be by grandchildren. So you were SOL on a studio, so you had to go looking. I had to go looking. When the core program at Glassell, before they built a new school, The core program was located here at Burmac. Okay. And so when they built the new school and they moved the core into the new building, it was right around the time that several of the block members were leaving the program. And so they took over the studios here. So that's how I found out about it, through them. Okay. Right at the time I needed to find a studio, Shane, needed somebody to move with her because she doesn't necessarily work here. Okay. She stores some of her pieces here, yeah. and she displays here from time to time. But she has a, a separate workshop that she works at. Okay. So it was a perfect combination, except for the fact that I'm a painter rather than a sculptor. Yeah. So that's why I have my uh, yeah. sheet there to kind of protect her uh, pieces. Oh, yeah. I did get paid on one of them at one time. <gasps> yes. Oh, la, la. <laughs> and she didn't kill me, so okay, thank God for that. Well, I've heard a story about a painter who had a white cat that got in their phthalo green, so Ooh. that it could have been that bad, but it right, wasn't, right? right? right. So I think it's good to have two different um, mediums in it's a, in a well room. Yeah. Yes, it's worked really well for us. We. Um, and we just renew it again, so we're going to be here a while. Well, Rhonda did go to the Sawyer Yards. That's how confused I am on some days, but I'm glad I made it. So thank you. Thank you for having me here, and I'm really, really thrilled. This building has a lot of very serious artists in here. They do. You guys do not open up very often. I don't even know what pandemic means. These are spaces for you to really work out your problems and your compositions or what you have going on. Romeo's work centers around what I would say are important social questions, which I don't think you could have a more pertinent time in in the world to um, talk about what your work uh, represents and what you are trying to say. So if you, maybe you want to pick out one of the paintings and tell me a story about that, or just tell me, am I on the right I'm on the right track. Well, yeah, what no. is important to you yes. and what has driven your your work? Well, originally I started doing, as you say, I'm figurative is close to my heart too, and I do 95% figurative. Mm-hmm. When I started going to the museums around town here in Houston and other places, there was very few faces of black people in these museums. Mm-hmm. It's still that way today, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I can say. Yeah. Um, And so I think what I wanted to do was basically get as many black figures so people could feel comfortable seeing black figures in as many places as personally I could. Right, right. Not necessarily in museums. I'm, I'm not there yet, know. but you never know. <laughs> but uh, and, and there are other artists that do. But yeah. I just wanted to get them to make 
do my part to make them part of art, our right. art situation. Right. Since that time, and, and as I've grown, I've decided to do more, I try to do more pieces that may have a bigger narrative to it than mm -hmm. that. I've done some pieces on, you know, which is relevant today, on so many of uh, black young men that have been shot for basically no reason at all right. by the police. I've done, and the other thing I wanted to highlight were, were black women. So those are basically the two subject matters that I, I'm dealing with right at the moment. I do a lot of young black men. I do a lot of, I, I do an awful lot of black women and young black women. And uh, those are my two emphasis. Are your subjects people that you actually know? Or are they the stories that you're reading about? Or are they, you know, where is the inspiration? They, they come from both. They're, okay. they're sometimes people I know. They're sometimes people I know of. A lot of times I will come up with something that I feel a saying or feeling that I feel is relevant to that time. Mm -hmm. And I try to find an image that fits that. So I'm not a portrait artist in the sense of doing portraits for an individual commission, yeah. commission yeah. work. So, uh, but I do all faces, but I do them to present a certain point of view or to show a certain person in the, in the case of a, a famous person. Yeah. For example, um, I have James Baldwin here on the wall, right. uh, who was a figure during the Harlem Renaissance and was a spokesman on civil rights and was relevant um, to many of the issues we talk about today. Right. He also was a poet as well. So he was one that I grew up with and I wanted to acquaint young people with someone who I think is relevant to them today that they may not be aware of. I also do a lot, of, uh, same with uh, Gil Scott Heron, which is the second one there. I don't know him. Gil Scott Heron was a poet that, uh, he hated this title, but probably was the father of uh, hip hop. Oh. He didn't start, he's not a hip hop guy, okay. but he started off doing poetry to jazz, basically. Okay. So a lot of, some people considered him a jazz musician. because How old is, is he an older guy? He, he's gone now, yeah, okay. yeah. He okay. just passed away, I think, this past year. And uh, that was when he was younger. And uh, I also do a lot of uh, African-American artists who I feel may or may not get the recognition, the recognition that they do. Uh, that's, uh, well, this is not one of them. That's Faith uh, Rheingold. I don't know if you're familiar okay. with her. No. She's out of New York. She started off doing a lot of work on where she lived in New York and about New York life in that time. She's, uh, she's done a few exhibitions here at Houston Museum of African American Culture, okay. which I had an opportunity to meet her. She's in her 80s now. I believe she's in her 80s. Wow. Yeah. You've had a, did you have an exhibit there as well? Yes, yes, I've had. Uh, Houston, may not, Houston may not have that museum on their radar, but they need to, they need to because yes. it is pretty cool. Yeah. Our friend Eddie yes. Filer had yes. his. He told me to tell you hello. Oh, okay, <laughs> he had his awesome exhibit there. It was right. amazing, I was right. really impressed. People need to get that on their radar. Exactly, and there's a lot of African-American artists that, and people of color, not only African-American, American artists that maybe you're not aware of that exhibit there or, or they right. bring in the exhibitions from. She was one of them, by the way. Okay. Matter of fact, her exhibition was the same time I had my exhibition, which was great. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. that was really yeah. wonderful, Yeah, I'm that sure. was wonderful. wonderful. Okay, so the, the images that we are talking about are pretty large paintings. Um, what is this, 48 by 30? 36. 36, right. okay. Right. Yeah, so they're pretty, pretty impressive. The subject is the eyes are looking right at the viewer. Right. They're demanding your 
attention. Right. I want you to have a conversation. Absolutely. I can. Right. You succeeded with that. Yeah. I can see that perfectly. Yeah. And now you're introdu introducing me to some pretty interesting people. I have to go read more. About. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Baldwin, I was familiar with. Mr. Ginsburg, I'm familiar with. Right, 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 right. Mr. Uh, Hendricks here, I'm familiar yes, with. Yes, my last piece. Okay. <laughs> this beautiful child over here. Yes, uh, she. She's somebody, I, I'm trying to find a name for her. I've went through, I've been calling her Precious. Okay. Because she's somebody that, that not only because she's a child, but because she's a black child, female child, it, some, a lot of times is overlooked. And, and I just wanted people to know of her and know that she is precious. Yeah, okay. And, and, and same with this one here. I've, this is one I'm working, I've worked on this before, but. She's powerful. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm trying to figure a name for her. I'm thinking about taking uh, her over to, and I, I need to take one over to the Houston Museum of African American Culture. So I'm thinking about taking her over there. Okay. Yeah. What is yeah. the, are you planning to hang a show there? They uh, started a, uh, a store there. Oh. And they have exhibitions of a lot of the artists. Okay. So, awesome. Uh, they'll use it for both things. Do you know the address of the African American Museum? Uh, it's on Caroline. Yes, on Caroline. Yeah, okay, Caroline. Caroline. Yeah. I don't know the... It's in the museum district, actually. Right, right. So it's just I something... I look it up real quick. People, listeners, you can... No, you don't need to do that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it on the show okay. notes. <laughs> and people need to sign on and probably uh, subscribe to their... Yes. Newsletters or, you know, their mailing right, list right, so that you right. can get the info about when things are happening. It's so, well yeah. worth it museum to have on your list, I think. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Romeo, you agreed to talk to me sometime uh, ago and we, you know, it's, and we've crossed paths a few times, but right. it's nice that you decided to do it with me today. Okay. Well, I appreciate you. I'm you trying not to, like, I'm going to tell you as a white person, I don't know what to do. I'm trying not to get in the way. Is, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I understand. First of all, you're not in the way, but yeah. I, I think the thing to do is just educate yourself as yeah. Uh, on what's happening, which yeah. is uh, um, I, I, proceed accordingly. Right, right, right. And what I mean that by that is how you vote, how it, right. you know, And I mean, yeah. taking care of people, I can do that. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I, I can right wrongs and I can do that. So I think that's, a, that's, a, that's it, right? Right, so, anyway. right, right, exactly. It's kind of making me emotional being here. <laughs> all this stuff. I'm sorry. But Romeo, all these, all these paintings, they are speaking and they've got something to say. And I think if anyone was that had the causes of African-Americans in their heart, that this would be a very important piece of work for them to, well, to own, that. to have, to yeah. look at all the time. Thank you. So are you a Houstonian? No, well, I'm a Houstonian now. I've been here about 40 years. I was born originally in New York. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I was going to ask you about, uh, like, if you had that East Coast connection. Yes. Because well, the way I don't have a connection anymore, really. Cause 40 I'm years. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I thought you were only about 40 years old. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> about 70 But now. you've been, oh, that's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. You're a youngster, man. Well, I feel like so. Yeah. Do you really feel like growing older it, that you do, ca you're catching your true purpose in life and with, with working here? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't... It took time. I don't know if it would have happened earlier. Okay. Uh, to yeah. be perfectly honest. Uh, you know, I, I question, you know, a lot of times you say, if I only did this when I was younger. Well, maybe. Right. But I, I think to do 
sir or not, you have to reach a certain maturity, a certain understanding of yourself. Right. And a certain sensitivity to the world around you. And for some of us, that takes longer than others. Yeah. I always tend to think there are probably more women artists out there that are better, younger, because of that reason. I think it takes us guys a little bit longer sometimes to figure out where we're at. Okay. And not everybody, but, but Well, here I am, so I uh, had to yeah. wait a minute. But I also feel like I didn't know what I didn't know. Exactly. But now I do. Yeah. I, I, and I know it's, it's just a plenitude of what I do not know. Right. Which is actually kind of exciting when I get up in the morning. I'm like, oh, going to learn something new today. Exactly. exactly. Going to get to talk to Romeo. Going to get to learn something about. And you get to explore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it makes me feel like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. fun. Yeah. And, then, and, and then it's easier at my age, too, because my kids are grown. Exactly. So it gives me the opportunity to spend more time thinking about and doing the art itself. Right, right. So that helps out a lot as well. I was about to say the word chaos, in the chaos of a family. Right. But um, actually, I was reading on your website that you, how was it worded? I uh, forgot. I, oh, I forgot how I termed it now. Chaos of method or chaos yeah, yeah. of something. Yeah, yeah, I have a chaotic methodology. I'm a uh, mixed media artist. Right. Basically. So, um, uh, and my colors don't necessarily follow the usual, well, how you're trying to use color. Okay. Um, no, you have, I actually love what you do with color because <laughs> you have all these, well, these two have these green undertones. They're not necessarily what you would consider flesh colors, but they no. totally communicate what you. You know, it's. I think there's something in it that's. Gosh, what am I trying to say? It's just. It's more impacting. You know, yeah, it's I, just a visually I, I, impacting thing. So yeah, I, I tend to think that one reason I don't usually do regular skin tones is mm -hmm. because I feel. I mean, you can tell these are black folks. I don't think it was, yeah. and I don't want somebody to spend so much time just on the yeah. skin tones. I want them to look into the individual itself. And that yeah. And. Uh, that's my, at least my symbolic way of doing it. Yeah, and I love you got a lot of collage in the Baldwin painting. Yes, yes, yes. And again, but you, I'm going to say you have a lot of color harmony if we were going to discuss something like that, which we don't, you know. Well, I appreciate that because sometimes I'm not so sure. <laughs> well, you, listen, I, yeah, I understand, man. Like, I, like value, I, right, it, right. Took, it probably took me 10 years to understand what, yeah. what are you talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, so... So were you always in the arts in these last uh, 40 years in Houston? Or did no, you I was off and on, but not seriously. I, I, knew, I knew I always enjoyed art, mm -hmm. but I'm not one of those ones that said, yeah, I've been drawing since I was nine or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I would draw every night, and, and I really I had a neighbor who worked for the public library system when I was growing up in New York. Mm -hmm. He was a photographer. He was a photographer, a painter, and a sculptor. And I would catch insects for him. He would shoot insects, you know, for the library system in New York. And so I would go around. I don't know if he really needed me to catch him. He really didn't. But he made me think that I was important. Uh, and we would catch these insects, bees and stuff for him. Okay. And he would photograph them for him. So uh, my first interest was in, and then he went, he actually went by when he was in his probably 60s, I think. 
But he still did it. He taught photography at the at the elderly center. He still tried to paint, and he still t- tried to sculpt by feel during all that. Okay. He was just an amazing individual. That got me interested in photography. So when I was in the Air Force, I uh, and stuck up in Alaska, they had this beautiful lab that nobody used because we were, were remote. And so I started playing with it and got really interested. So when I got out the Air Force, I studied photography at the Jermaine School of Photography in New York and thought I was going to be a commercial photographer. Okay. Uh, when I decided to come back to, and me and a friend of mine had a studio for, for many years there. When I decided to come back to Houston, I thought I was going to do photography. But at the time, uh, that's when oil was really big. And all the would-be commercial photographers were now doing oil photography. Oh, okay. That's where the money was. Most of the commercial work that I was trying to do went to Dallas during that time. And so I would do a job here and there, and a friend of mine even opened up a small um, portrait studio. We did that for a long time. And, um, uh, but then when I got close to retirement and tried to decide what I wanted to do, I wanted to be a painter. At least I wanted to see if I could paint, mm-hmm. see if I liked painting. And I was horrible. Oh. But I loved the methodology. Okay. And uh, uh, so I didn't have to make a living at it because I was retirement. I had a, it was freedom. You know, yes. To try. Yeah, exactly. So I kept on doing it, and you know, like anything, the more you do something, the better you get at it, the more I enjoy it. Okay. And, and like I said, the key thing was I enjoyed the methodology. I enjoyed the doing of it. Right. Um, are these acrylic or oil? These are all acrylic. Okay. Yeah, acrylic, charcoal, and collage. Okay. And sometimes oil stick. Okay. I don't do a lot of oil here. But. Yeah, I imagine most painters just love like that first mark it's just the it's the physical thing it's it's exactly. it's kind of sensuous you know it it's is, like it you is. start that yeah. and you don't know where it's going but sometimes you do but it's always i yeah. very seldom do i, I mean yeah. i may have a general idea of yeah. what i want to achieve at least the idea of, of what i want to say but how i say it is not always the way i thought i was going to say it when i first start out i just let the paint and the canvas carrying me where, where it wants me to go. That's the beautiful part of it. It is. It's gorgeous. And the problem solving I enjoy, too. Right, in, right. In, in doing it. So I lay in bed and I think about all kinds of strategies of what I'm going to try. Oh, I do, too. And I, yeah. half the time I don't remember what I was thinking when I, I wake either. up. <laughs> I, I, I've got about 90 notebooks oh. with half-written ideas oh, yeah. that I don't remember what heck I was thinking about in the first place. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Well, not that particular day, but you'll come back to it. Well, yeah. It'll a lot mean of times something. I come back yeah. and you say, oh, yeah, that's what that was for. So tell us about how to find you online. Oh, I'm, I have a website. It's uh, RomeoRobinsonArt.com. And you can find me, if you want to email me, I'm R-I-P-123-Rose at att.net. Oh, and they can okay. visit me here, too, if they want to. Okay, to just give you a phone call. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. So, and do you have any shows or anything besides bringing the piece into the, uh, the store? Of oh, the African no, American no, nothing Museum? right at the moment that we have had set up. The uh, coronavirus situation oh has pretty shut a lot of things down. Yeah, how have you been coping with that? I've been doing well. I took a bunch of paints and things at home and ordered what I didn't have. Mm-hmm. And um, did about nine pieces while I was home. Very good. Uh, 
you know, there's advantages to being at home. Of course, there's disadvantages too, but I, you know, I, I was able to be productive and keep myself busy, which was the main thing for all of us. Right. I have a friend who said they, they love everything about the pandemic. They didn't have to deal with people. Yeah. They had to stay home. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's too much. But. My daughter-in-law said she's a nerd, so she loved it. This was right up her alley. Oh, wow. In a lot of ways. So, yeah. yeah. Where, yeah. where does she work at? Is she, she works at Exxon. She's, she's in, in Houston? Yeah, Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm a nurse too, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's been, I've had all kind of mixed feelings, like a roller coaster, like right. being really anxious and... Yeah. And then, yeah, it's, it's something. So I'm ready for it to be over. I think we all Can you are. take care of that? I, I, I wish I could. I would in a minute. <laughs> I do appreciate you wearing your mask. I'm wearing my mask everywhere I go. I'm encouraging everyone to wash their hands right. and just to be very thoughtful of the things you're touching and the people you're visiting with. For sure. So, well, see, we have chit-chatted a little while now, so I really appreciate it. Is there anything else you want to... Say. No, I just appreciate you taking the time to come see me. Oh, I love it. Even though I'm so stupid, I went to the wrong place. But luckily, I knew where this place was. There you go. Very okay. interesting spot. Another thing that's probably under the radar in Houston. But it's okay. It's good workspace. I, I do want to say one thing. In the same building downstairs is the Art Community uh, mm-hmm. Art Collective. Okay. And they have a lot of very good exhibitions. So if people are somewhere in the neighborhood. Okay. Uh, Does the Burmac have a website? I'm not sure if they do. Okay. I'm going to have to check into that yeah, and add it yeah. to the show notes too. So if right. anyone missed something in this uh, interview, you can always go to the show notes at artistofhouston.com and read the info about uh, Romeo and his work and check out some of the images. Sure, and they can always visit me if they All right. It, so. You don't mind? You don't mind? No. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank I appreciate you. So much. you. I appreciate okay. You. Thank you so much, Romeo. You were so wonderful to speak with and visiting your studio was a pleasure. I want everyone to go to artistofhouston.com, read the show notes and see the images or go to Romeo Robinson website and all the things we talked about. I'll make notes. The collective that he's, the community artist collective that he's talking about, African American Museum, etc. The pandemic is not over, so please wear your mask, wash your hands, be aware of the things you are touching. This pandemic will be over someday and I want you to be healthy, wealthy, and wise when it is, and love one another, and subscribe to the artistofhouston.com podcast that's showing me love on iTunes, and leave me a note, and just tell your friends. Thank you.